Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids, a podcast that steps into alternative education, parenting, and living a funner, fuller family life. I'm Robin, home educator, unschooling mom to two funny, eclectic kids, and we're here to create a space for families to listen, connect, learn from others, and be inspired. Join us every two weeks to hear interviews and tips from experts in learning, education, and parenting, and stories from families that are playing full out in the arena of life and education. World schooling, unschooling, alternative schooling, homeschooling, or just creating a whole new style of learning. All right. Welcome to Honey, I'm Homeschooling the Kids. I am very excited to have this special episode with my dear friend, Kelly Edwards of 90 Minute School Day. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Robin. I'm thrilled to be here. Good, good. I'm thrilled that you're thrilled to be here. (laughs) We're going to have fun. We are going to have fun. That's one thing that we definitely do is have fun. Okay. So Kelly, maybe you can introduce yourself. If anyone is not familiar with you or your work, I want to allow you to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thanks, Robin. Um, Okay, my name is Kelly Edwards, and I am the creator of the 90-Minute School Day, which is a de-schooling platform to help parents um, with a framework and a system to transition from uh, the traditional schooling that they may have grown up with into home learning. And so I just love working with parents. I have a course, and I do one-on-one coaching. And then, of course, I love being in um, your clubhouse, a club on uh, Clubhouse. And talking on there. So, yeah, we've got a great community that has really grown and continues to grow. And I, you know, it's been a lot of fun as well. And and that's for me, I've had a chance to meet some fantastic people, homeschoolers and get inspiration. And that's where we met was on Clubhouse, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah, it's such a great format for just having conversations because there's so many other social media outlets that support homeschooling, but a lot of times you can't get your questions asked or you can't hear someone else's story. You're just reading their post. And so there's just an inflection with audio that I think is so powerful. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So if you actually, Kelly has already been on my podcast, so I definitely recommend that you head to the episode 90 minute school day and listen to my interview with her there. And you can hear more of her story and the framework of the 90 minute school day and how it actually is a great rhythm that they have with their homeschooling as well. So I definitely recommend going to that episode, but today there's actually a special theme that Kelly and I are going to be talking about that we wanted to share on this episode, a theme that has been really that resonates for us in our homeschooling currently. Uh, Three key words that have been really important to us on our journey this past season or this season, actually, uh, and how how it's affected our homeschooling, how it supported our homeschooling and how we want to support the rest of the community as well. So Kelly and I, if you didn't get a chance to tune in in August, Kelly and I hosted our first homeschooling summit, How to Be an Awesome Homeschooler on the Clubhouse app. That was in August. And we focused on what we called then the vitamin C's, the vitamin C's for learning and homeschooling. And the vitamin C's were confident, calm, and connected. And it was a full day summit. It was a free summit where we had keynote speakers, q and A, it was it was a lot of fun. We had Dr. Gina Riley talking to confident 
Demetria Giles speaking to calm and Rachel Rainbold speaking to connection. And so now this next summit, we had such great feedback and we knew this would be a great time to do a second summit. And I've gotten emails and messages saying how how excited everyone is for this one to come. And so March 18th is the date that's set for how to be an awesome homeschooler. And our theme, our three key themes that we're speaking to at the summit is reclaim, resist, resilience. So maybe, and that's what Kelly and I want to talk about today, why those three themes are so foundational or why they're keystone to our homeschooling lives currently, how they're very current, but also how they can help us going forward in our homeschooling lives as well. So, and if there's anything I miss, Kelly, just fill in, (laughs) let me know. No, I think that was great. And, um, you know, last summit in August, we talked about our vitamin C's for homeschooling. And this is our three R's for homeschooling. So often we hear reading, writing, and arithmetic. Those are the skills that we want to teach our children um, and help them develop because that will make them independent learners. But um, everyone kind of understands this, you know, no matter where you where you are in the globe, the importance of reading, writing and arithmetic. But in homeschooling, we really have three different R's that the parents need to focus on as critical mindsets. Um, and so, I, you know, I think this is such a great idea to have a podcast about this so we can start the conversation now that will kind of uh, come to a natural conclusion at how to be an awesome homeschooler. So um, reclaim, why don't we talk about reclaim? Because that one is kind of where we, where we start oftentimes in our homeschooling journeys is we're looking to reclaim something. Mm-hmm. So Robin, would you like to kind of share um, your own story and, and what you were looking to reclaim when you guys uh, began homeschooling or what became apparent? Uh, maybe it wasn't intentional at the beginning, but it came apparent. Yeah, absolutely. So really for us, we were looking to reclaim a connected family life. And we actually didn't, homeschooling became like the wonderful byproduct of that. We thought that really just getting simple and and traveling uh, was the way that we were going to do that. We wanted to reclaim some adventure that we loved having before and that we wanted to still bring into our family life when we had kids that we kind of let go of. And so that's how we began that journey. We started traveling and homeschooling was just, I mean, why not? It was flexible. We didn't have to be stuck to a school schedule or inside school walls. We could move as we wanted to move. And that was a big part of our why in starting that. But, you know, we were reclaiming our family connection, but at the same time, we didn't know that homeschooling would then help us really in that reclamation because we had the time, we had a chance to get to know each other. And it was really interesting to see how also through it, I learned how, you know, I think our, our, traditional school, we start to lose that curiosity and learning. So homeschooling, again, allows us to reclaim that curiosity and learning, but also our freedom as well. Mm, There's so many things that we let go of, whether we realize it or not. And homeschooling allows us to reclaim, you know, that part of childhood. It reclaims our freedom. It reclaims that 
that chance for adventure because you have the space and time for that and the curiosity and space to do all those things. So that was the big part of Reclaim for us. How about for you? Yeah, um, that resonates with me so much. I just love how you phrased um, you were looking to reclaim the connection with your family. And that's kind of, it bloomed and blossomed from there. And our, our story is similar in some ways and different. Um, we're in our seventh homeschooling year as a family. And it started because I'm a foster adoptive parent. And my oldest came to us when she was six. And we were looking for connection also, but we were looking to reclaim her childhood because of the circumstances of her prior history. She didn't have the opportunities that we wanted her to have in early childhood that we saw homeschooling being able to provide her with kind of that emotional reclaiming and that connection with us, her new family. So that's why we started homeschooling. And then sort of like you, you kind of get more and more into it and you realize what a beautiful lifestyle this is and, and how it allows you the time and space to give your children freedom to be able to become the individuals that they were born to be. Yeah, absolutely. So it is also interesting as well, because I think this might be even a good segue into our next, um, to our next theme, which is resist. Yes. Because we are reclaiming freedom, we're reclaiming childhood, you know, so many of those things, but at the same time, it almost seems like they're opposites, reclaiming and resisting. <laughs> right. But at the same time, you know, resist is a pretty strong word. Mm-hmm. How, so how would resist be even helpful or a word that would be used to describe, to describe homeschooling or unschooling or our choice in self-directed learning? That's a great question. Um, The first thing I think of when I think of resist is the importance of being confident in who you are and, and being able to um, provide our children with the cultivation they need to to develop that kind of grit and strength and being okay with who they are and being able to stand for what they believe in and being able to say no to others. And, and even adults, like you can say no to an adult, you just need to know how to do it respectfully. Um, And to be able to navigate these waters where you're pretty confident in your value system and your beliefs, and you're going to stand for it. Um, that's, that's what we want as parents. And we want them to stand against bullying. If they see someone being bullied or if they're being bullied, we want them to have the resistance to be able to, you know, confidently come up against that. I actually wanted to point out something that you just said as well that I think is really important. And it's actually interesting because Liana Francisco and I just did a YouTube live this morning. We were talking about unschooling and our journey, but we also talked a lot about the summit themes as well, reclaim, resist, and resilience. And one of the things she had talked about and resist, uh, and it made me think of what you just said as well, is saying no. And how, you know, some, you know, she said, you know, what her reference was, you know, you hear a lot about the power of saying no and like personal development circles and things Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, it's not a negative thing. It's not you're just cutting things off or saying no to everything just because you want to say no. And I can say no kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's actually about saying no so that you have more room for the yeses. Right. Room for the things that in your that that are 
so much more important in your life or that connect better with you in your life as well. And so the resistance, the resist is actually saying no so that you can say yes to what's good for you as well. But that really made me think when you were talking about that, it was like, yes, yes, (laughs) that's a (laughs) positive thing. Yes, we resist so that we can have what we need and what can keep us safe and keep us growing and developing and and resisting um, a negative influence. That doesn't even have to be a personality. It could be something else that's not positive for us. And so we say no to those things. We resist. Um, And it's about swimming upstream. Swimming upstream is not a bad thing to learn at a young age. Being able to question, um, you know, what's best for you. And if it's, you know, what's best for you may be different than what's best for everyone else. A lot of um, my clients in particular and homeschooling have neurodivergent children. And that just means that their children are are not neurotypical. So their brains just work differently. This is like anxiety, ADHD, um, autism. Uh, these are just things that children nowadays seem to be experiencing more and more. And the school system is not designed to um, work with them in a way that is easy in the classroom setting. So they have to have an IEP or uh, some kind of um, extra um, support that is wonderful, but you can also provide that in a home environment. If you've got a wiggle worm, they can wiggle. They don't have to sit at that desk. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the other thing as well is, um, so when you're, we talked about when you resist and, and thinking about, as you're talking about a lot of homeschoolers and a lot of clients you work with have newer diverse kids as well. Uh, and resist is something that sometimes is not, you said swimming upstream, it is swimming upstream. It can be a bit difficult at times. Sometimes there's a bit of struggle and hard work because you're going against the grain and you're going against things that usually we're used to already being laid out. The path is set. Um, it's like, why would we, why would we make, why would we make for more trouble for ourselves when there's already so much going on right now? (laughs) Where's the power that lies in that? Why are we resisting instead of relaxing? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Why not? Why didn't we choose relax instead of resist? (laughs) I know. And I, and I think, you know, we definitely want to relax. That's an important part of self-care, which, um, we can get to, but, um, you know, I think the kind of the metaphor of swimming upstream is a good one because uh, I listened to a podcast a a while back about this. um, And I can't remember which one it was, but it was great. And they talked about like, if you're noticing things coming downstream and and it's dangerous and like there's logs and debris coming downstream, you don't jump in the water. You want to actually go upstream to see what's happening to see, so you can understand why this is going on and how can you get where you are going without having all of these obstacles. And so, you know, it's almost like a paradigm shift. We just have to look at what's currently going on in our lives. And if we have stress and we're just looking to relax, let's go upstream, see what's actually causing all of this resistance that we're currently feeling. And, and let's see if we can rework it. Yes. Any kind of transition is going to kind of be walking up a mountain or whatnot, but eventually you can kind of clear the debris and then you've got smooth sailing. So maybe you have a harder work short-term, but long-term you're going to come out ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, I think is kind of like a long-term thinker is what I kind of think of as resist. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and also re resist in the power of saying no to something so that you can say yes, opens up like those paths. So you can see those paths a lot clearer. Yeah, so you can get, out of those, yeah, get those things, those obstacles, like, okay, this is something that's easy for me to get over, or I don't need this at all. And being able to maybe find a totally different path that, you know, looks better for you and that supports your family a lot better because we might find we might get out and find a completely different stream to take us in a similar direction and I, nobody knew about it it's just hidden in the forest <laughs> is is what happened but like you get to discover it and it's that much it's not as cold it's not as rough you know there might be other factors that really help you along the way so yeah resist is a powerful word but it's also empowering as well to be able to <clears throat> somebody would claim that independence too in that so yeah we resist so we can reclaim it's that no and yes kind of yes. symbiosis that yin and yang and um you know we resist the standards we resist the norms and we resist these limited beliefs um so that we can have a growth mindset yeah that's right so I think that moves us into the last part, the last theme, which is resilience, because the other thing is actually these three words, these three themes tie completely, they fit together. You know, mm -hmm. we, we resist so that we can reclaim. And part of sometimes with resisting, we think, well, maybe there's struggle in it. There's difficulty. It's facing fear. But those things, which happen in life. We're saying we can't, for example, shelter our kids from everything. We can't, they're, they're going to have moments when they're sad, where they face fear. But instead of trying to chase that away all the time, it's learning resiliency. It's learning the tools in, in order to work through it, to be confident, and for ourselves as parents as well, learning that resiliency. So for homeschooling, how does that fit together with reclaim and resist the resilience part of that? I think um, the ability to know that you can do hard things, mm. right? The resilience we want to build in our children that, you know, perseverance and grit, like we we're talking about earlier, and just the, the pre-knowledge that I've, I've been through some stuff. Um, and I know that I can do this again and learning from failure because, uh, so often, uh, institutionalized education wants to avoid failure and they kind of stigmatize it. Whereas I, I disagree. I think that through failure, you can glean so much more information. And especially when you're taught to approach failure as a teacher, instead of, um, kind of this evil overlord, <laughs> you know, you can, you can have this different approach. Um, and it helps you not be afraid to make mistakes in your, in your learning journey, because you're at least trying. Um, and it's, you know, resilience also speaks to having a safe environment. Like you, you don't, you don't feel comfortable failing if you don't feel safe. And so it kind of speaks to providing um, an accepting atmosphere, which of course your home environment is going to do that for you. And then it talks about self-care, you know, like taking care of yourself. If you failed, like take a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So important, especially in homeschooling, because yeah. if you are, you know, you're at home with your kids 24 seven, or maybe you're also balancing work or, you know, other roles, other pressures and things like that. And maybe, you know, I know many times homeschool parents try to do it all 
right? And we try to make everything happen for our kids. You know, that's wonderful. But also what happens is we leave this little tiny, tiny, or maybe nothing, hardly anything left over for us at the end of the day, week, month, or year. But it makes it difficult to keep supporting our family with resiliency when we have nothing left in the tank in order right. to support ourselves or to, to be resilient for ourselves as well. So, you know, yeah. it really is an important part of supporting that homeschooling journey when we also, as a parent, the homeschooling parent, take care of us. That self-care is huge. It really is huge. It is. And to anyone listening, if that's you right now and you're like struggling and it's just you're feeling desperate, take a break. Um, Your mental health and and how you feel internally is so much more critical than whatever lesson you had planned that day. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's okay to be like, you know what, guys, we are going to sit on the couch today. I'm not feeling well or I need some time and we're just going to play, chill out, whatever you need. We're going to watch movies. It is, it's okay that that math book doesn't get opened or whatever else you had planned that day. It also shows your kids as well. That's showing the tools. They're modeling the tools for resiliency in that way by saying, you know what? I need a moment or I need some time. I need some rest in order to be better or to feel better as well. And this is what, you know, replenishes me. And our Mm -hmm. kids will remember that, like, you know, when they're maybe feeling similar, they can know, okay, this is time to find those tools that replenish me or support me. And, and, and that is resiliency in so many ways as well. It really is. And just to kind of caveat onto that, I was just thinking about the other day, you and I were on the phone having too much fun and not getting any work done. It was supposed to be a work call and we were just giggling and giggling. But then that is the whole point is when your mind is open and you're happy, um, you're able to get so much more done productively and you're so much more engaged in whatever tasks you have ahead of you. If you have a kind of a bubbly spirit and so laughter and silliness and dancing and movement. These are all resilience tools that you can incorporate into your homeschool. Yes. Which is so life-giving. Yeah, they really are. And I think that's the great thing about the summit too. And and if you're listening to this and the summit is over, you can, I I mean, we're going to keep it available in different ways after the fact, or, you know, I, I think just reach out to Kelly and I and how we've continued these conversations and supporting community and building resilience, resisting and reclaiming as well. Um, so the other thing as well, and I'm thinking now I just, now my, my mind is like jumping to so many things <laughs> right now, right? Well, well, you're right. Cause we're doing these as a series. So these, these whole, these summits are for you all. They're free and open to the public, to the global community at large, because this is what Robin and I were looking for when we started homeschooling. We, yeah. we wanted this community and sometimes it takes a while to find it locally. And so we want to make it available to you online in a kind of an intimate format. So you can listen to it. You don't have to be tied to your computer because you're a homeschooling parent. And so these, these summits are just really good um, kind of a continuing education for the homeschooling parent. And um, that's just a passion of ours to give back to the community. And so we make these uh, recordings available and um, at certain times, and then we are just excited to have everybody register and share the word. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it feeds our souls too. <laughs> you know, oh, we're talking about these, we're not like, this is what you need. It's also like, this is what we need. This is the support that we, we need. We, you know, we need the self-care as well. I was talking about, it's a good reminder as well, after 
to take care of ourselves. We're doing this on a Friday and we were just talking before and hmm. <laughs> we were bragging before this. Now we're all perked up again. Exactly. We did a lot of work. <laughs> we needed some laughs. We needed some time. And, it's yeah. not wasted time. Exactly. Exactly. No. That's right. So yeah, we, we get it because we're in it as well, you know? So yeah, we're definitely in it and we hold each other accountable. You know, last fall I was like, Oh, I got all these fun activities. I want to put my kids in, but talk me off the ledge. I don't want to get us over scheduled. So it's important to have that community in person or digitally. Yeah. Um, it's so important. Well, um, should, should we talk about who's speaking at the summit? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So we have, well, this year we have a few more speakers than we did last last year or last season. Uh, so our first speaker to, to open the summit is Ainsley Arment from Wild and Free, and she's speaking to Reclaim. And if you don't already know of Ainsley or of Wild and Free, you can go to wildandfree.org online. And be Wild and Free. Be Wild and Free, thank you. And check out their website. They have a wonderful community. Uh, Ainsley's book is fantastic as well, her homeschooling book. Uh, wild and free. And, uh, you know, they offer a lot of support. And um, she talks so much about reclaiming childhood and reclaiming the wonder and curiosity as well. She's a homeschool mom to five kids. And yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome beginning, an awesome keynote to start out the summit. So that's our first Ainsley Arment with Reclaim. And Ainsley, um, her organization, if you're unfamiliar with it, you can tap into perhaps a local chapter in your area if you're looking for in-person community. It's a wonderful resource. Yeah, absolutely. Well, who's next, Robin? Anybody you know? I think, you know, the next is like a double header, double speaker. And I know these two ladies, you know, and when I say their names, you're going to be like, yes, yes. They're awesome. They are awesome. (laughs) So after Ainsley, we'll have Kelly Edwards and Robin Robertson, Kelly Edwards of the 90 minute school day and Robin Robertson of Honey, I'm homeschooling the kids will be offering a workshop on reclaiming the teen years. You know those ladies? I do know those ladies. Those ladies are going to talk to us about the teen years. And um, I think it's something that we kind of dread. We get kind of worked up about. And so we're going to debunk a lot of things. We're going to give you some things to ponder, whether you currently have a teenager or you have a teenager up and coming. And if you have a toddler, you might have a version of a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were actually just talking before about how the toddler years a reflection or mimic a lot of the teenage years. And it sounds funny, but it's almost like the bookends too, as well Mm -hmm. in that way. But in so many, those two developmental stages are really claiming their independence uh, Mm -hmm. and really exercising that independence as well. So it, it begins at the toddler years and really resurfaces again at the teen years. So we want to talk about how we can, you know, we can support our kids in claiming their independence, but at the same time for us as parents, I think usually the hard thing is letting go as well in order to allow them to do that, but also still continue to create a a safe, supportive environment so that they, when they are reaching for independence, when they are going out into the world, when they are practicing those things, they still have a safe place to return to, a place where they still feel loved and accepted and validated as well. So, you know, we'll be talking to that. 
what else are we going to be talking to in reclaiming the teen years before we talk about the whole thing, but some of the tools and, and practices we can. And insider tips to the keynote on this one, since mm-hmm. the speakers are speaking here. Um, <laughs> now we're going to talk about the importance of meaningful work and, and why that's a critical thing to include in your homeschool when you have a teenager in the home um, using mentors and real life experiences. Um, And then balancing that skepticism and curiosity that they're going through, because what's so interesting, kind of tacking back to what we were just talking about earlier, you talked about just the grieving process as as we as parents are launching our baby birds kind of in the teen years. Um, We also kind of experience that by like observing our little um, infants become toddlers and and those are the two times in a child's life or a human's life where the brain grows the most is right. zero to three and then around puberty. So there's so much here that we're going to unpack for everybody. Um, it's going to be a great talk. Yeah, it will be. And then how how we can do those things, how we can help our kids to find those real experiences and connect with mentors and connect really, it's also a continuation of supporting their interests and passions as well. So all huge amounts of learning happening for our teens and parents and young ones as well. It's the good stuff. All right. So that's our, that's two keynotes. So who's next? Who's, who's coming up after us? Okay. So after us, we are moving from reclaim to resist. And we have two amazing keynotes there. First, we have Karen Ricks with Our Kitchen Classroom. And Karen actually has been a guest on my podcast. She is like so vivacious and wonderful. And she's actually a world schooler. She's an American living in Albania at the moment. She's a chef. She has some great stories. She's lived overseas for a very long time, but she's talking to resist. And not only will she be giving a keynote, but then she is going to be offering a workshop as well and play with your food. And so practical elements and tools that we can, you know, we can learn how to resist the approach of just only sitting at the desk and table and scouring workbooks, but create hands-on opportunities and joyful opportunities within our own home with our kids. Yeah. And playing with our kids. Cause sometimes that's hard for us as parents to just mm-hmm. sit down and play with our kids and be present. So I'm really looking forward to that workshop that uh, Karen's going to give for sure. Yes. Okay. Then we got a second for, yes. for resist. So we have Karima Akila from the genius school is also going to be speaking to resist. And anyone who knows Karima is she is a powerhouse Speaker. We are going to be pumped up and ready to rock and roll after her keynote. I'm just looking forward to her so much uh, and thrilled to have her speaking with us. Yeah, Karima's like the speaker when we're in like in clubhouse rooms together, you hear, hear, hear her speaking or just chatting with her and you leave like, yes, yes, we can do this. Yes. She's so, you know, she's, yeah, she just has that energy and she's inspiring and like, it's like, yes, that's right. That's right. You know, she's, she's really good at that. So, and genius school, actually Karima has also been on the podcast as well. Karima, well, there you go. Ainsley has been on the podcast. I, I recommend you going back to her episode. Um, it was when her book came out and we were talking about being wild and free and our homeschooling journey in that episode. It's a great episode. Kelly has been on the podcast as well. And then Karen has been on the podcast and Karima as well as, and she's talking, she was talking about building again, community through self-directed learning. Her school, the genius school is a self-directed democratic school. 
um, for unschoolers and, and learners that support self-directed education. And she wants to make that accessible to farther reaches in the community so that unschooling is accessible, is an accessible choice as well. So um, that's Karima. And then we have our closing speaker speaking to resilience and I'm excited. I love how we have the balance as well. So we have Leah McDermott speaking of, of your natural learner, speaking to resilience to close out the day. And Leah will be doing a keynote and kind of a podcast interview style as well with myself. And if you don't follow Leah on social media, it's a great account to follow her Instagram account. Um, you'll love it. She always gives these like snapping great tidbits about our ideas on learning and school and childhood and parenting. So that's going to be a really good one. Yeah. And will you link um, people's accounts in your show notes? I'll link how to be an awesome homeschooler.com, the website in the show notes, everyone's social media accounts or websites as well. I'll put all of that in the show notes. Yeah. So we just need to all sign up, go to how to be an awesome homeschooler.com and sign up for this free summit. It's virtual and make sure that you tell a friend so that someone you know that maybe is thinking about homeschooling or is open to homeschooling and you're looking for a way to encourage them, you can just have them uh, attend this summit. It's a great introduction to homeschooling and all kind of understand how learning can happen in a school setting and it can happen at home too. Yeah, that's right, that's right. All right. So I, I think the biggest goal as well is to help you, the parent who's looking into this journey is to feel empowered and also connected with community. It's a great chance. And I know that is also one thing that you know parents are always looking and kids to connect with like-minded community. So, you know, this is a way for us to provide that opportunity as well. I'm excited. March 18th. And we will continue the journey. If you're listening to this later, that's all right, because I know there'll be more out there as we continue that. So you can just reach out to us or go to the website, howtobeanawesomehomeschooler.com and find out what's next, what's coming up next for that time period. What are we going to come up with next time? <laughs> Stay know. tuned. I'm gonna, yeah, my, my brain's so focused on this right now. <laughs> but I'm sure it will come to us. <laughs> The next stage. And if you're listening and you want to send suggestions and there's something yeah. where you're like, you know what, this is really important. We, we really need to talk about this more Then send those in to Kelly and I as well. And we'll, we'll add it to our brainstorming, our brainstorming list as well. Okay. Thanks, Kelly. This has been great. Did we miss anything? Any little tidbit that would be good to share for any parent that's listening as they close out and, you know, something to help them for the day. Oh, that's a, a little tidbit of advice. You know, uh, we all have bad days. I have bad days. Robin has bad days. We have our moments of doubt. Um, we have our moments of questioning why we're doing this. And that's normal. I want to normalize that for anyone that's listening. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you feel that way, it's because something's there's something that's niggling. And so, you know, take a moment take a pause, take a little break from your homeschooling and get to the bottom of that. And, um, and things will go a lot easier, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay to pause and take a break. Yeah. And yeah. laugh. Really, we're telling you right now, take a pause, take a break. It is okay to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And laugh for sure. Yeah. Kids, kids learn all the time. And so a little break is not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, that's right. It actually will be refreshing mm -hmm. as well. So, all right. Thank you. Oh, we thank will you. see you all at the summit. <laughs>
Okay. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review or comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas, and reflections on the episode. You can go to the website, imhomeschooling.com, or email me directly, robin at imhomeschooling.com. Thank you.